How long, Lord, will you forget me forever? How long will you hide your face from me? How long must I wrestle with my thoughts and day after day have sorrow in my heart? How long will my enemy triumph over me? Look on me and answer, Lord my God, give light to my eyes or I will sleep in death. And my enemy will say I have overcome him and my foes will rejoice when I fall. I've always found it interesting that when we experience blessing in our life, when we experience goodness and wholeness, our response is often one of turning to God in praise and thanksgiving. But what happens when we experience the opposite? What happens when we are overcome by the presence of chaos, brokenness, suffering, and death? What do we do? What do you do? How long, Lord, must I call for help, but you do not listen, or cry out to you violence, but you do not save? Why do you make me look at injustice? Why do you tolerate wrongdoing? Destruction and violence are before me. There is strife and conflict abounds. The law is paralyzed and justice never prevails. The scriptures have an answer for this kind of question. It's called lament. Lament is simply the spiritual response to the overwhelming presence of chaos, brokenness, suffering, death. Over one-third of the Psalms in Scripture are cries of lament. In the book of Job, uh, he cries out, Why did I not perish at birth, come forth from the womb, and expire? The, the prophets cry out to God, Why is my pain continuous, my wound incurable? There's an entire book of the Old Testament called Lamentations, which expresses the pain and suffering that the children of Israel experience after the destruction of Jerusalem by the Babylonians. But lament isn't simply an Old Testament practice, because we find it in the New Testament as well. In Mark's Gospel, blind Bartimaeus cries out, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. In fact, Jesus himself laments to the Father in the Garden of Gethsemane, Abba, Father, all things are possible to you. Take this cup away from me. And again, in his agony on the cross, Jesus makes his own the words of Psalm 22, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Despite its wide-ranging presence in the Bible as Christians, we seem to have lost touch with this dimension of prayer. And so as this week's focus, we're going to rediscover the ancient practice of lament. We began our time with the words of Psalm 13, and now we're going to revisit that psalm, breaking it down into its various components in order to use it as a template to craft our own prayers of lament together. As the psalm begins, we immediately see King David turn to God. How long, Lord, will you forget me forever? How long will you hide your face from me? In the midst of his frustration and pain, it is God whom he turns to. It's this act of turning to God that makes lament distinctly Christian. We bring our fear, our frustration, our pain, our anxiety, we, we, we bring it to God. 
And after turning to God, King David then sets about airing his grievances surrounding the effects of sin and brokenness in his world. How long must I wrestle with my thoughts and day after day have sorrow in my heart? David's complaint is not simply whining about his situation. He has identified something that is very wrong, something that is very broken, and as a result, he's confessing his desperate need for God. And after confessing his complaint, David then turns to a question. Look on me and answer, Lord my God, give light to my eyes or I will sleep in death. By petitioning God to answer, David lays bare the fact that he can't fix his situation by himself. By asking for God's help, David confesses his own weakness. It is a realization that in his human brokenness, he is utterly dependent upon the God who is capable where he is not. After pleading that God would intervene, the psalm then takes another turn. But I trust in your unfailing love. David confesses that he will trust God to fulfill his promise and stay true to his character. Trust in God means that we believe what God says about himself and that he will do it. Then finally, David moves from a posture of trust to a posture of praise. I will sing the Lord's praise for he has been good to me. So, let's now take some time to lament together. I'll read Psalm 13 one last time, and after I've finished, I'll invite you to pray along with me a, a prayer of lament, and then after the prayer, we will close with a song. If you'd like to go a little deeper, I'd like to invite you to take this template and use it to write your own prayer of lament. You can begin first by turning to God, voicing your complaint. Ask God to heal the brokenness. Trust God to fulfill his promises and be true to who he has revealed himself to be and finally end with praise. Hear now the word of the Lord from Psalm 13. How long, Lord, will you forget me forever? How long will you hide your face from me? How long must I wrestle with my thoughts and day after day have sorrow in my heart? How long will my enemy triumph over me? Look on me and answer, Lord my God. Give light to my eyes or I will sleep in death and my enemy will say I have overcome him and my foes will rejoice when I fall. But I trust in your unfailing love. My heart rejoices in your salvation. I will sing the Lord's praise for he has been good to me. O oh Lord our God, to you we cry out, to you we run, for where else would we go? We feel the weight of our broken world, through wars, famines, disasters, injustice, hatred, oppression, the nations desperately need your deliverance. 
we weep at our own brokenness. For the guilt, shame, and pain we feel weighed down by sin, held back by fear, we, we mourn our distance from you. Be near to us, O God. Remember not our sin or failures. Reveal your kingdom to our hearts and our community and restore us to an awareness of your presence. For we have experienced your grace and we will experience your restoration. Through your atoning death, our sins are forgiven and in your return, we will be made whole. So we will give you thanks for you have become our salvation. We will say, the Lord has done this. Let us rejoice and be glad. Should I thank you for pain? Should I thank you for sorrow? I bring you my shame Thread of tomorrow Thank you for all that can finally grow In the soil of death and despair Thank you for all that can finally grow In the soil of death and despair Thank you for me Thank you for meeting me here. Thank you for doubt. Thanks for despair. When the options run out, for mercifully Thank you for all that is possible In the space that pain can create Thank you for all that is possible In the space that pain can create I cling to Oh, but now 
was blind but now I Thank you.